Hey, yo, 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 what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck, everybody? It's Charlie B10 coming at you live from my night shift kind of impromptu week of work going on here. Um, quick backstory. My company bleeds employees faster than uh, humans bleed out blood after nicking a essential artery. Um, and as a result, nobody works for us. And as a result, somebody kind of not, I guess he's in my department, but someone who does not my job at all um, got the COVID and I was the only human available to cover for him. Uh, so I'm on this 10 day shift um, at working nights doing, doing materials testing which is not really something I've, I've done. I've been trained to do it repeatedly, but I've never actually had to do it because it's hashtag not my job. Um, but now it is, and, and it's 11 p.m., which is hour four into my 12-hour shift, and it's time to do just a five-minute podcast. And then after that, it's going to be... I don't know, probably just a 15 or so minute podcast. I don't know. I don't know. I like there's so much I, I can and, and would like to talk about. Um, I just don't want to go that in depth. I don't know. I just don't have a lot of depth to, to say. Um, so, yeah. But what this podcast, I guess, can be about is the... VHL and uh, etc. The, the the playoff the playoff results. You all know. I know that all of my uh, my podcast listeners just don't pay attention uh, to the league whatsoever. Uh, so I'm here to I'm here to tell you how how a playoff struck out. Um, and we'll start with what ended up being. <laughs> one of the less interesting playoff matchups and that's the VHL proper as the Vancouver Wolves swept their way uh, into their third straight Continental Cup congratulations um, and yeah I guess this could be touched up upon more um, but before I do that I'll go over the rest of playoffs uh, so Seattle in the North American Conference, Seattle and Toronto had to play the bye round. Um, well, oh, I have rocks exploding out of my boiling rocks. Anyway, um, Seattle and Toronto, that old rivalry, uh, played the bye round in North America, while Malmo and Moscow played in Europe. Um, and actually, the early rounds of VHL were pretty interesting uh, for those reasons. Both both teams, both both sets of teams, had a build of rivalry. Uh, Seattle disposed of Toronto in three to and uh, yeah, three to one was the final series score. Whereas Malmo and Moscow went to game five, uh, and Moscow managed to pull it out, which was pretty fucking choked about, um, but accepted it. You know, Moscow was a top tier team that just so happened to not finish in the top four or the top three rather uh it happens sometimes uh so seattle went on to it's actually i suppose not terribly 
surprising. No, never mind. What I was about to say didn't make any sense. So anyway, Seattle went on to play Vancouver, and they are the only team that defeated Vancouver these playoffs. Um, as Vancouver took it six, or sorry, four two in six games, uh, which is pretty good, honestly. It was it was a close series from what I recall. Uh, it really felt like it could have gone either way, although I think. Toronto, or sorry, I think Vancouver sort of had it uh, for the most part. Uh, I think they were out shooting Seattle. Um, and then meanwhile, Vancouver and, sorry, fuck me, I can't talk today. L.A. and Calgary, <laughs> I mean L.A. and Vancouver, pretty much the same team, am I right? The gray and black meta teams. Uh, that was a seven-game series that L.A. eked out. Um and then meanwhile in Europe, Moscow and London had a seven-game series that Moscow eked out, while Riga quickly disposed of Prague in, in five games. Um, the Riga went on to have their own seven-game series against Moscow, in which Moscow defeated them to go on to the Continental Cup Finals against Vancouver, who swept L.A. And then Vancouver in turn swept Moscow. And it was really shitty. Uh, everyone kind of knew... Uh, like the the Continental Cup was decided on the first sim, really. Um, I think everyone kind of knew that because Vancouver won the first two, and not only did they win the first two, they won the first two in game. Like both those games were games that Moscow could have and perhaps should have won. Um, in my view, whichever team, like if there's one team that's kind of, if one team outshoots the other. Um, and loses, that sucks. Um, typically, the team that outshoots uh, wins, I would say, at least 60% of the time. Um, and so, whenever you outshoot a team and you end up losing that game, like that fucking stings. Like, that's a game that you probably should have won. Um, and so, when Vancouver went up 2 0 um, on Moscow, on, on games that they maybe necessarily shouldn't have won, or maybe shouldn't have, not necessarily shouldn't have won, but Moscow could have or should have won, you knew it was kind of game over. Like, Moscow's not going to come back from a 2 nothing deficit against the most dominant team of our generation. Uh, so, yeah, it sucked. Vancouver ended up beating Moscow again. The, all the games were really close. Like, it really could have easily gone to seven games. Moscow could have won any of those games they just didn't um and so that sucked it was really anticlimactic uh and it really brought the meta bullshit to a head and i'm already at seven minutes i think this is not gonna be <laughs> i think this is gonna be my 15 minute podcast now um yeah everyone was pretty salty about it deservedly so you know i'm of two minds you know i made a comment in the game thread where there was instantly so much salt about Vancouver winning. They're like, oh, fucking bullshit, meta bullshit. And they're right. It was fucking bullshit, meta bullshit. Uh, I, it's, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think of the order I want to I wanna mention things. I'm, I'm pissed. I, I, I wasn't happy about what, what Nike and X and I guess somewhat Fonzie um, and just Vancouver in general did. Um, like, I think... I'm just going to put Nyko on blast here. 
I think Nico, from what I understand, was kind of in that SHL. I think it's the SHL who somewhat discovered and exploited this meta business to begin with. Um, I think that's kind of where it's sourced out. My understanding, I think this is according to Nico, is that back in the day, every SHL GM, like it was so fucking competitive. So every GM, uh, in an effort to win, like if you didn't have STHS yourself as a GM in the SHL, you weren't winning. Like that was the level of competition in that league, which is gross, frankly. Um, like I know it's not like terribly expensive. It's like thirty bucks a year or whatever. Um, excuse me, I have to, I have to do work occasionally. I'm just, I'm just checking on my hot rocks. I'm just boiling rocks. Or really frying rocks. Um, and yeah, through that they like, you had I don't know what sounds to me like a dozen people, or frankly just more than two people. Uh, doing a whole bunch of test sims, uh, finding the optimum way to win. And it was through all that business that it was discovered that, you know, maxing out your scoring and defense and keeping your passing low uh, ended in all-around good results uh, for the team. Uh, and so I think Nico sort of... And again, I don't know the timeline of this shit, but eventually Nico. Again, I'm putting I'm throwing a lot of shade in Nico. I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's not really meant to be shade, but anyway, he utilized this. I won't say exploited. He exploited slash utilized uh, this knowledge when he eventually became an AGM and GM himself. Uh, you know, I think he built his own player like that, Corey Kitson. Um, Mexican cow was all up in there. Uh, they made sure to draft the Reinhardts. Um, and that's where actually, so when the Reinhardts were drafted, Vancouver just got off, you know, competing, and they went into a rebuild, and, you know, they, they sold all their assets, they had the first, you know, two picks of whatever fucking draft that was, season 79, I suppose I should know it was Poopy's draft, and this is when this whole meta business kind of came to my attention, because I remember uh, when Vancouver was scouting Poopy, they were like, ah, like, would you consider re-rolling your player? Um, as then we might take you at our whatever second or third overall or whatever pick they had. And I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here. Um, so they're like, okay. And I remember there was some kind of discussion about, you know, this meta stuff. And I didn't take it too seriously at the time. But anyway, Vancouver had this really kind of dog shit team. You know, they had these two new draftees who had like whatever, 300 to 400 TPE when they were drafted. And kind of the rest of their team was equally as low TPE and I'm like wow Vancouver's gonna be bad this season which is fine you know this happens but they really weren't they weren't as bad as they should have been uh I think they almost made playoffs even like they nearly eked into position and it was at this time uh where I knew <laughs> that this was gonna be a problem uh so much so that I actually brought into the blue team um kind of privately actually um, like I wanted to keep the meta business quiet, which was probably, I mean, it ended up being in vain. Like it became a whole big thing. Um, and maybe already what, like I had just recently come back. Like it might've been a whole big thing for some time for all I know. Um, 
But when I saw Vancouver not at the bottom of the standings with their team of like 300 to 400 TPE players, like a thin team of 300. Actually, no, I think it's a big team of 300. Well, either way, their team fucking sucked. <laughs> or so it seemed. Um, but they did pretty good. Uh, and they had like another first round draft pick. And we're getting, uh, yeah, that's when they brought in Nyko's actual player. And I went to the blue team and I was like, hey guys. I think this is going to be a problem. <laughs> Everyone, there's this whole kind of, there's this little bit of a narrative of, you know, building one specific type of player and stacking, and now Vancouver's kind of stacking their team full of this one specific kind of player, and I'm afraid they might be dominant. I think this one, maybe it was the next season when they won, I did this. But either way, um, started recognizing around this, yeah, started recognizing this as a problem around this time. And this was probably, again, I'm not really trying to give myself credit for this, um, but I did mention to the blue team, I'm like, we have to deal with this meta thing. And quite shortly after I said that, they made a thread in the bog about, hey, we need to deal with this meta thing, which isn't actually what I wanted. Like, I wanted to keep it quiet. Uh, I didn't want more people creating meta players. <laughs> and more GMs building meta teams. Uh, I would have been wrong. I'm glad the Bog, or I'm glad the Blues did what they did uh, and made it a big thing to get uh, the solution we eventually came up with. I shouldn't say we, they came up with. Um, anyway, I digress. Point is, I rescued the league. I was the first one to be like, hey, something has to change right now. I don't know, maybe archetypes, whatever, but this isn't good. Um, and then, yeah, that's when the discussion started. Anyway, I'm getting very ranty. I have not been on a straight train of thought at any point. My point is, is that <laughs> Vancouver exploited this horrible, horrible sim engine. Um, and it was greasy. You know what? I'll shoot it straight. It, it was a greasy thing to do. Um, it was dishonorable, but it wasn't illegal. And you know what? At the end of the day, it worked. You know, they're the second team in franchise history to have three-peated. Um, had no changes been made. And hell, maybe with the changes being made, they may end up four-peating. Who, who, who knows? I haven't looked at the rosters. I don't know if they're going to be suffering at all. Um, no doubt they'll suffer a fair bit. Like, they still got Jerome Reinhardt, but, like, Tyler Reinhardt, who's been inactive, like, fully inactive for two full seasons, uh, is not going to be that good anymore, whereas he had been a top player since he's been drafted <laughs> just based on, based on his build, um, which now... Uh, either, I don't know if Zetterberg will come back and re-roll. But either way, Vancouver's going to probably suffer a bit from that. But who knows? They might still win. I don't know. Who cares at this point? But uh, moral of the story is, I still, despite the fact that <laughs> the salt is a bit justified, um, I, I didn't, like, there was a little bit too aggressive a response. Like, no one really took the time to be happy for, uh, happy for Vancouver which now I think about it, like, I don't know if a lot of people were happy for Toronto either. Um, you know, when you're not on the team and you see the same team <laughs> doing well for three seasons straight, which is essentially 
Well, no, I was gonna say, oh yeah, you know what? It is nearly a full year, yeah. A full year, real life year. Um, it's tiresome. You can be, it's salty, but it's tiresome. Um, I thought that was a little uncalled for. You know, I don't like it, but you know, c- congratulations, <laughs> it's Vancouver. Uh, you, and, and to be fair, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna be snarky and be like, you fucking forced the league to change, but that's, that's a good thing. Um, I'm hoping this new hybrid attribute thing, um, will end up being a really good thing for the league. I'm, I'm really hoping so. I, I hope it changes it, uh, in a nice positive way. Uh, and I hope it's a long-term change because prior to this, like, I still don't like STHS anymore <laughs> now that, uh, now that all these things have come to light. Um, but I'm hoping this gets some longevity, um, out of this goddamn janky-ass sim engine. I still hope we can switch, get, like, a new, a brand new, like, from the ground sim engine built. I don't know if that's a realistic goal, even at all, um... But that is my hope. Like, there's still so much I don't like about STHS. But I'm hoping at the very least this new hybrid attribute thing will uh, prevent shit like this from happening. Um, Or at the very least, like, I don't know. I think it might be wishful thinking to to hope that it'll be... um, that it'll solve people wanting to build in one way. Like, even just hearing people talk, like, like Nurks and... Well, Nurks is all I can think of offhand. Uh, and Minion, I think that's another one. Like, people still want to, <laughs> to achieve a meta build. And they're like, ah, like, this is hard. Like, how am I going to get my scoring and my defense maxed out while keeping my passing low? And the fucking answer is you don't. Um... And I'm hoping as a result that new, a new meta will be found. Like, maybe people will find that, oh, I don't fucking know. I guess, yeah. <laughs> people will maybe find, like, a rough best optimization. But I'm hoping, like, passing builds and, and just more jankier builds um, will be more effective because it's more TPE conscious or something. I don't fucking know. Anyway... It's really funny because I just intended in when I literally when I started talking 19 minutes ago, I was like, I'm just gonna spend five minutes going over who won all the cups and now I'm 19 minutes in. Um, so that's fun, but I am gonna continue on. So that was the least interesting series and that's my take on Vancouver in the meta. Once again, congratulations wolves. Um, I kind of hate you, but I shouldn't. I shouldn't hate the player. I should hate the game, which I do, um, as I've stated. So moving on to the VHLE. This one actually is brief. They just don't have that many rounds of playoffs. In round one of the VHLE, um, actually, yeah, you know what? These playoffs weren't terribly interesting, uh, at least looking at the amount of games played. Uh, so Cologne and Stockholm faced off in the first round, and Cologne swept the Vikings. Swept! Meanwhile, uh, Bratislava, uh, faced off against Rome, and Rome 
almost swept Bratislava, but they won in five games. Um, but then the finals is where things got saucy, because I think... Um, I don't, I don't know the exact... You know what? Let's look, actually. Yeah, shit. Cologne went up 3 to nothing on Rome. 3 nothing. they started that series on. They almost... They had that shit in the bag. In game three, it was a rout. Uh, they won 8-2. Uh, <laughs> and really, with really only a 10-goal shot differential... Or 10-shot differential... Um, but still, uh, it was going quite badly for Rome. But they turned it around and ended up winning in seven. So that was pretty thrilling. I was a little bit choked because I had predicted Cologne to win in six. I looked. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking when I said six games. Because um, I wasn't even sure Cologne was going to win at all. Never mind in six games. Um, but alas, I predicted that they would win in six games. So I was thrilled to see them take such an early lead. But then Rome won in seven, which it was, it was thrilling. Um, so big congrats to the Gladiators again. I think I said that on a previous podcast. And congrats to Vincent Rockstar for GMing in the VHL for maybe the first time. I feel like that shouldn't be true, considering how fucking long he's been here. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's possible. Yeah, he probably GMed the Bears at some point. Um, either way, he's a new GM of LA. Uh, yeah, so I think a cup at every level um, is, is is worthy of becoming LA GM. Um, so yeah, congrats, man. Uh, so that's the BHLE. And then, of course, the most important and thrilling playoffs of all, the VHLM. The first round was full of thrilling thrilling fucking series um like for example mexico city king swept the ottawa Lynx, so that was fun uh meanwhile the houston bulls didn't sweep the halifax 21st you know why a houston sucks and so does moon thank god he's done no i'm just kidding it's because halifax is so good um and houston was also very good they should have swept us but they just couldn't they just couldn't were too good uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Saskatoon dealt with Miami in six games, uh, and Las Vegas and Philly went to seven. Uh, so that was that was pretty intense. But Philly came out on top. Uh, so obviously that half of that conference, quote unquote, um, that half of the bracket was a bit stronger. It would look like, um, but not so much in round two. Saskatoon beat Philly in six games, while Houston uh, and Mexico went to seven. Um, with Houston coming out on top there. Uh, so really, yeah, and VHL and the top half teams really are pretty competitive. It is kind of nice to see there's no round two sweeps. Um, hell, there was barely any round one sweeps, uh, and the VHL is kind of the worst for parity. Granted, like, I don't know if Ottawa or Halifax ever even had a chance, or Miami ever really had a chance, but fuck, they made a series out of it. I mean, Ottawa didn't. Neither did Halifax. But Miami did, for fuck's sakes. Uh, And then finally, on the same day that Vancouver swept, uh, that team that they swept, Moscow, um, Saskatoon beat out Houston in a a really intense kind of back-and-forth series. Um, 
I think. I don't remember exactly how it played out. This one I'm not looking up because I always have to like go outside to get new samples. Uh, and when I do that, my hotspot disconnects from my laptop. So I don't currently have internet. So I don't, I don't feel like fucking around with that. But if I, I think maybe Houston might have won the first two games. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Anyway, that was a, that was an exciting series. Uh, in an okay, I I was rooting for Saskatoon for no real reason, honestly. I just thought Houston was a little bit too good all season. Um, and so I also, also I predicted Saskatoon to win. Also in six. I don't know what the fuck's up with me doing that. Um, but they won in seven. At least I got the Saskatoon bit right this time. Um, but yeah, now Moon is stepping down because... His real life is busy, which, I don't know. I don't know if that checks out, you know? Um, Someone told me, Dill, I think, uh, someone told me Moon's 14, which I don't think is true. I thought he was, like, 16. But either way, if you're 14, you shouldn't be that busy. (laughs) I'm half kidding. Um, But... Yeah, no, that, that, that was good. It's an okay way for, for Moon to end his career. Um, I feel like Houston's seen some ups and downs over the last few seasons. They've had, they went through a few GM changes. I can't even fucking keep track of it anymore. Like, I know RJ was their GM because I signed with Houston with Poopy like four seasons ago. And it changed hands at least one time between him and Moon. Um, there might have been a couple in between there, so... I think in the in the time that Moon had Houston, he he did well, he did well, ish, um, yeah, all right, that's that's all I really wanted to talk about. I mean, I have more to talk about, but I have a five minute podcast I need to pound out. Um, so yeah, and what I like, I could extend. I don't know. See. I'm confused because I was originally intending this to be the five-minute podcast, and now I'm four minutes away from a double claim. Fuck it. I, I'm not extending it. I'm just going to claim it for a week. Hopefully I don't regret that decision. Whatever. I can always record more podcasts. Thanks for your patience and for listening to me blather on and on and on and on. This has been a hecking podcast, apparently. Um, chat, chat, chat. Bye. Go fuck yourself. Yeah.